Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on Culture Flow, the podcast where we discuss how culture moves through us and informs how we move through the world. My name is Valentina Mariza. I am an intercultural specialist and personal development enthusiast, and I'm here to help you become a great global citizen. When it comes to approaching differences in culture, one of the crucial elements to be aware of is how different cultures relate to time. I'm sure some of you have experienced the misunderstandings and sometimes frustrations that can result from these differences. For example, what you consider punctuality may not be the same as what your friend from another culture considers punctuality, if you know what I mean. And this can be a source of a lot of um, arguments and misunderstanding. In his 1959 book, The Silent Language, Edward T. Hall, the late American anthropologist and cross-cultural researcher, introduced the cultural approach of time through monochrony and polychrony. According to Edward T. Hall, the main characteristics of cultures with a tendency for monochrony are the following. They consider time to be an individual property my time belongs to me, and I am in control of it. They consider that there is only one thing that could be done at a certain time. They organize their time around important deadlines and consider results as more important than the process. So these are just a few of the characteristics that we can talk about, but there are a lot of them as well that you you can have a look at when researching Edward T. Hall and his theory on monochrony and polychrony. On the other hand, polychronic cultures think that time belongs to all of us, that we are able to do more than one thing at a time that we can be flexible when it comes to deadlines, and they value the process more than the result. So as is usually the case when it comes to us human beings, this is a spectrum. None of us are completely one or the other. None of these cultures fall into one or or the other category. However, there are tendencies. So this is what we usually call those tendencies. And we should think about uh, the approaches to time uh, from monochrony to polychrony as a spectrum. Let's take as an example, Latin cultures. So Latin cultures in which we can include the French cultures, um, Latin America, as the name says, Spanish, culture as well as Italian culture, uh, these cultures are considered poly with a tendency for polychrony. So they are considered to be polychronic cultures. So even within those cultures, there are differences, which is why we always talk about spectrums. Indeed, when it comes to, for instance, French people looking at Spanish people, they might think that they are the polychronic um, culture, whereas they would find themselves in the spectrum of monochronic cultures. But then again, they are both 
considered to be in the same category, but I guess one is closer to us to the extreme of the spectrum of monochron of polychrony than the other, which would explain this difference that they would probably see. Let's take a, for example the nap culture, the siesta in Spain, which is uh, although uh, a dying culture, it seems, this culture has uh, a specificity in Spain and uh, even takes uh, the sleeping time further away, close to midnight, in particular when it's summertime. So we can see that in that sense, there is a difference. However, if you look at French culture, people usually eat at around 8 p.m. So they start the evening at 8 p.m., which would be quite shocking for English people who consider eating at 5.30 p.m., 6 p.m., the latest that they can eat their dinner. So, um... These, culture, these little signs of cultures can also show where people fall, where cultures fall within the spectrum of how they use and manage their time. And you can find those differences within a country as well. Some countries, in France, for example, the southwest of France has a saying, it, they, only, they always need to have their 15 minutes within which if they're supposed to go somewhere to be in a meeting even, they always have this 15-minute span that is considered acceptable lateness within that 15-minute span. Um, so this is really interesting because in other cultures that are considered more monochronic, for instance, the German culture, um, you wouldn't find this, or the American culture where meetings, meeting time is meeting time, you wouldn't find this tolerance for just a bit of a delay or an acceptable lateness. What is the most important thing here? The most important thing here is to be able to be aware uh, that there are differences in the ways we approach time, that my way of seeing things is not the right way or is not the true way or the only way, that there are other ways in which time is approached given the culture from which one stems from. So this is what interculturality is here for, is to make us aware that Hmm, certain aspects of our lives that we might deem as being so-called normal or obvious or evident or just common sense are very different for someone else that maybe comes from another culture. So the most important thing about interculturality is for us to have that and to understand that there could be different ways of seeing things and different aspects of our lives, including how we perceive, use, and manage our time. So here are a few tips uh, in order to prevent any misunderstandings when it comes to time. Number one would be communicate as clearly and simply as you can. 
For instance, when it comes to work-related issues, when you ask someone to do something to um, a task, uh, please avoid using as soon as possible. Um, as soon as possible is not clear communication. Uh, what is as soon as possible to you is probably not as soon as possible to me. So it's better to be able to give dates and times, and those could be like maybe spanning from one day to another, a week, a few days, um, or they could be like a precise date and time. So if you come from a culture with monochronic tendency and you work within polychronic cultures, try to show that you value the process and try to discuss timelines with flexibility. So this is true with uh, the person who comes from a monochronic culture, a polychronic culture, sorry, and come, goes into a monochronic setting please try to show that you value the result as much as or more than the process itself and that you are able to adapt to very uh, direct timelines. So third tip would be to ensure that you are on the same page as the person you are addressing. Please ask them to maybe say in their own words what they've understood, they've been asked, or that what you have told them. That would be interesting just to make sure that you understand each other. So for more tips like these ones, just let's just continue this conversation on the Instagram page at Hello Culture Flow or on the Facebook group Culture Flow. Thank you so much for listening and until next time. Stay sane and stay safe.